Hello, everybody. I'm glad we're back together for lesson 21. Now, yesterday it said, I am determined to see. Well, this is obviously an extension of that lesson because now I'm a little more specific. I am determined to see differently. And this is a good time to remind ourselves that the purpose of this course is to restore us to our peace of mind, given that we don't have it now. So this is a little tiny next step along the path to regaining my peace of mind. So it says, now remember yesterday, we were just asked to repeat this idea, I'm determined to see every half hour. So now it, as always, is going to switch things around on us a little bit, and it's going to ask for five practice periods, the usual little one minute apiece. Again, we can be mindless for 23 hours and 55 minutes, but it asks for five minutes for us to think about these things. And it wants you to close your eyes and do that. And it asks you to notice anything that arouses anger. And it says, anger, by the way, can take the form of mild irritation. Let's say you're expecting a FedEx package by a certain time and it doesn't get there and that throws your day off a little bit, which is annoying. Or you might be absolutely furious because the neighbors next door let their dog out at four o'clock in the morning and it barks for three solid hours and you can't sleep. So one of those, as far as you're concerned, is far worse than the other. It says, well, just don't let that so-called degree of anger fool you. They both are destroying your peace of mind. All degrees of anger are really the veil drawn across intense fury. Oh dear, you mean we're all walking around intensely furious? <laughs> well, there might be more of that going on than we believe. So it wants us not to just overlook some little kinds of anger. It says you don't really actually know what arouses anger in you. And to give you a preview of coming attractions, as stated in the text pretty far along, anger is aroused when one feels powerless. Like we've got to have life show up a certain way or a person do a certain thing, and no matter what, you cannot make that happen. And that's where that sense of fury comes from. I need this to happen, or this person must behave this way, or I can't feel loved, or I can't feel safe, or I can't move forward. So that feeling of fury is about something, obviously besides myself, is getting in my way in a substantial manner. So that's what arouses the anger in the first place. Well, the ego mind with which we are associated must therefore always be angry, and much of it is unconscious, because it can never ever get its way. Even if it gets its way, it decides, well, that's not enough. I need something else instead. So if not getting our way is responsible for anger, then you can see why I could say everybody's angry all the time, even, even though it may be buried. And then it makes this comment that says, we think that some forms of attack are more justified than others. In other words, we might think it's more reasonable 
to attack the neighbor next door because they won't make the dog be quiet than it is to be annoyed with the mailman because they're late bringing the mail. In other words, we make these distinctions. So it says, okay, now we need to become a little bit better acquainted with our own anger. <laughs> so it says, I don't know why I think this is funny. I think it's because when I grew up, let me back up and say, some people grow up in angry families. Some people grow up in such situations where everybody's screaming and yelling at each other is kind of the norm. As one person said, in their big family where everybody yelled at each other, and then the next moment it was, please pass the ketchup. You know, like screaming and yelling was just normal. And then there were people at the other end of the spectrum, like the situation in which I grew up, which no one was ever allowed to be angry. Everybody had to be happy and smiling and nice all the time, which is really impossible. So if you equate being nice with never being angry and you had to be nice or it was the end of the world, wow, you can see how all that needs to get repressed. So there's a lot of repression going on, a lot of denial. The first time I read this and it said I was angry, I was so insulted. It's like, I'm not an angry person because I heard that say, I'm not a nice person. And all of that was very bewildering. So it asks us to say, I'm determined to see this person next door, this irresponsible person next door differently. I've got to have a different take on this person. I really want to see them differently because now I see them as a lot of adjectives that aren't very nice. Or if it's a situation, I'm determined to see that not being able to go on vacation when I absolutely need to go, I, I have to see this whole thing differently. Just be specific. Don't just say, nah, maybe sometimes I'm angry. Like be very clear about the person or situation that seems, seems is the operative word, that seems to be responsible for the anger. And then it said, as a last exercise, there might be somebody you're just crazy about and you just love everything about them except there's one thing that drives you crazy. Be specific about that. I am determined to see being late all the time in person X differently. I'm determined to have a different outlook, a different response. I want to see differently this being late. Okay, I hope you practice. This is really important, as are all the lessons, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.